This is the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Hey, hey, oddballs, welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Yeah, special Christmas episode. Yeah, happy holidays. This uh, episode is being dropped on Jesus' birthday, I think. That's what they say, yeah. Little baby Jesus' birthday. Yeah, I make him a cake every year. That's why they celebrate Christmas, correct? Yeah, it's a it's a birthday party. We have a pinata for, for Mexican <laughs> Jesus. <Yeah. laughs> we, we have, <laughs> I don't know what other cultures do for parties. We ride an elephant for Thai Jesus. Oh, yeah, you do? Oh, yeah. You we, spray paint uh, the West Bank? For really, Jesus? If you're new to this program, it is hosted by myself, Matt Baker, and that man right there is Louis Fox. Glory be thy name. Yes, yes. No, it's Louis, not Glory. Oh, okay. <laughs> we have a family friend. Her name's Gloria. I mean, she's like my mom's. You know, not me and my brothers, but my mom and her sister's family uh, friend. Her name's Gloria. She's been around my whole life, and we don't know how she fits into the family. You have no idea? Yeah, we're like, how do we know Gloria? She's like the person at the party that no one invited and no one really knows, but they're <laughs> drinking all the alcohol. Exactly, exactly. And being inappropriate to all the ladies. <laughs> yeah. So we're always like, who does Gloria know? And they're like, oh, she just started hanging out when we were kids. Yeah. We're like, but was she a neighborhood kid? Not really. Weird. <laughs> Yeah. I've never heard of like a family, what's the word when someone's uninvited? Unwa- like a third wheel. Like yeah. A, family yeah, third a, fa- wheel. a third wheel <laughs> family. Third wheel family. Christmas family third wheel. <laughs> ah, I would. I should adopt other families and just go and get, you know, the yearly Christmas gifts. What do they say? You know, success is 90% is showing up. Or <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> She's cool. She's cool. We just don't know where she came from. So this is, uh, this is our holiday episode. I hate saying the word Christmas because I don't really celebrate Christmas myself. Yeah, you have a Christmas tree. Uh, yeah, but it's more of a, an ironic Christmas tree. That is true. And it does have a little bobblehead Jesus on the top. Yep. Little bobblehead buddy Jesus. <laughs> I like how I was trying to tell you, you need to get like a, a devil or something. And then you go, well, they don't make a Christmas topper. <laughs> I know. I'm just, I, I spent about two hours trying to find a, a devil Christmas tree topper. And I was like, just get a regular bobblehead and drill a hole in it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I I'm not a huge fan of Christmas. I I'm I don't like the idea of a part of a, just a day of the year, a time of the year that you're supposed to be nice to people. It seems very fraudulent and fake. Should be a year round. Yeah, you know, and I don't think that you should get gifts for people just because just to get gifts like I think you should get people gifts when you want to get them gifts and I think you should get them stuff to think about like I feel like half of my family gets me stuff when they do yeah (laughs) (laughs) most of the time they don't get me because I don't go home for Christmas they only get me gifts just because they out of they feel they have to and they don't I don't feel like they're really well thought out oftentimes yeah and uh, they're like gift card givers yeah you're like oh you love Applebee's yeah it's like to me, it's very fake. And, you know, the one cool thing I think is it brings people together that normally would like I would never be around all of my family at one time. <laughs> you like you like them one at a time. Yeah, it is better because, you know, I'm like the oil in being dropped into a bucket of water. Yeah. You know, it's like I don't mix very well. And then it's when you drop me into an ocean. It's you get lost. More, yeah. yeah it's just, lost. It, gets, it gets ugly. So 
Uh, so it is nice that there is a time of year that brings people together and like families that wouldn't normally make time to do it. But yeah. it's it's just tough. Like it's sort of like I'm to- sort of torn on the whole idea. Ah. And I hate the I, for me and like in my shows, I, we do a lot of holiday parties. I mm-hmm. never say Merry Christmas because I can feel like I'd be excluding some people who don't celebrate it. Yeah. Well, I did. I did a corporate gig last night that did Pledge of Allegiance. <laughs> And they did they did uh invocation where the guy did the prayer. Oh, that's cool. Then they did a disclaimer because they're all part of an association of of salespeople that they're not allowed to talk prices. Oh. So it was like the trifecta of of the like we love America, we love God, no price fixing. <laughs> no tariffs tonight. <laughs> yeah, it was it was cuz when he went into the disclaimer I'm like, "Oh, what's in the disclaimer? Like what happens at the Christmas party?" Stated yeah. at the Christmas party. Okay, so what is the craziest Christmas story that you have encountered? It was Christmas when I was in like 5th or 6th grade, I learned I get sleep paralysis. Uh-huh. Uh we had gotten the first uh the Michael Keaton Batman on VHS. Oh, nice. And I remember I fell asleep watching it and then woke up with sleep paralysis halfway through. Uh-huh. It freaked me the hell out. Oh, yeah, I bet. So I, cause I, could, I was aware of everything happening, but I couldn't move. And then uh, eventually I woke up and missed Batman, had to rewind it. Oh, man. It took 20 minutes to rewind it. Now that every time boy. you watch Batman, do you seeze up? <laughs> yeah, see, like you freeze. just freeze up. <laughs> That's your kryptonite. Can't watch it. It's my <laughs> whatever, my bat repellent spray. What's yours? I well, when I was a kid, I ran away two Christmases in a row. Nice. So I spent it's a tradition after two. Yeah, I, I spent Christmas uh, sleeping in my friend's garage. I think when I was thirteen. Okay. I was fourteen. I think I was sleeping, and I, I actually had a paper route, and. I even though I was a runaway, I would still come back and do my paper route. Because <laughs> you're a responsible runaway. Yeah. Those people need their I news. I and I think I slept in the paper box in the our front yard. <laughs> oh, you had like a bin where they delivered them. Yeah, so you have a big giant box that the newspaper people come and they drop them in your box, uh-huh. and then you deliver them to the neighborhood. Okay. And I think I slept in that box. <laughs> so did you run away if you were still on your property? Well, no, that was only the, I think it was only for Christmas. I think I was oh. planning coming back on Christmas, you know, big, make the big reveal. Yeah. Everyone's happy for me to be back. Wrap yourself up in a box yeah, and you pop know, out. Yeah, totally. Okay. You know, it's like the second coming. You know? That's Matt needs attention. Exactly. Uh, I think that was it. So wonder you ended up being an entertainer. Uh, but one year, so about when I was 25, like my, I had gone home every year over Christmas and, you know, my family, my family's very religious and I'm, you know, not at all. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, causes a lot of arguments. I, you know, like I said, I'm that oil in the water. And so when I was 25, I told my parents, I'm not coming home anymore for Christmas. I'll come home before Christmas. I'll come after. I'll sleep in the paper box here. Yeah. You know, I'll, (laughs) you know, I'll run just to consider me run. This is a runaway. Yeah. And uh, so I said to my parents, like, I'm like, let's not do, you know, when all the whole family's together, we just argue and we yell at each other and it can get toxic. So I was like, let's go somewhere. Let's go on a, let's go on a vacation somewhere and do Christmas somewhere else. That's cool. And, uh, and so we decided to go to the paper box. Yeah. We went to Puerto Rico. Oh, that's cool. So my, two of my siblings didn't come. So you remove the, you know, yeah, the the very watery (laughs) substance. (laughs) If it's super soluble, get it out. (laughs) What's funny is, um, so it's me, my brother and my parents go to Puerto Rico and my parents, you know, they don't travel as often as I do. So they wanted to book 
they wanted to book the uh, the hotels. And so the last night of the trip, they booked this place. It was called Howard Johnson at the hospital. And uh, so, like, we're those are. Two things are not desirable in my normal travel. Well, it, yeah, so, the hojo, and then you put it exa- at the Well, exactly, right? And so future uh, privileges of booking hotels have been revoked because of this <laughs> scenario. But so, you know, we're driving around and the GPS is like, you're here, you're here, you're here. And there's no hotel in sight. The only thing that's around is the hospital. And so I walk into the hospital and I, I just ask him, I say, hey, is there a Howard Johnson hotel around here? And they look at me and they're like, yeah. I'm like, well, could you tell me where it is? They're like, well, it's upstairs. Ah. And so it's literally a hotel that they booked at the hospital that's reserved for people who are visiting their loved ones who are in the hospital that come from a far away that have to stay the night. I mean, that's a cool idea if you have a relative in the hospital. Exactly. And so here we are checking in at the nurse's station. <laughs> She's swiping your credit card. Yes, she swipes our credit card. We're rolling ice chests in. We're sunburned. My dad's wearing swim swim trunks. You're you're drinking cocktails in the lobby. He's got the sunblock on just the nose. (laughs) And we're just getting these looks from, you know, all of the nurses and stuff. Like, and there's just, it's just depressing in there, right? Yeah. We had dinner at the little. uh, In the little commissary. Yeah. 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 And it's all the doctors like, what the hell are these guys doing? You guys are part, you got got the box of wine. Uh, It was brutal you know it's like uh, you go to the vending machine and it's like has all the ointments and it's like you have that crappy coffee machine <laughs> uh so yeah that happened on christmas i would i would go there on vacation now yeah at first i was like eh. hojo at the hospital i was like no now i'm like maybe <laughs> maybe all right so uh so what we're gonna do is we're gonna give you some weird christmas or holiday news stories we're gonna dig into a few and uh, hopefully that you can have some laughs and good times in your if you're having a miserable time with your family. There you go. Hopefully we can. Uh, or if you're having some miserable time with Matt's family. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, yeah, hopefully we can uh, make your day more awesome. Let's get to the stories. Let's do it. Let's get to some weird news. So the first Christmas story comes from localseattletimes.com. Yet a story from the other side of the country. Yeah. (laughs) At Seattle Times, too. That's a news source more reliable than catching an Uber in Antarctica. Yes. Yeah, I would think that an Uber in Antarctica, although they do, people live there. There's vehicles there. Yeah, yeah. But it's you get a sled dog. Yeah, you get a, a, a troop of penguins to <laughs> Pull cr- your crowd surf you to the uh, I would do that. next destination. The question is, where are you going in Antarctica <laughs> that you can't drive yourself? My father-in-law did, I think, two or three seasons working in Antarctica. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they would go and they would do the South Pole uh, New Year's run. They'd go run around the South yeah, Pole and yeah, go back. Yeah. Someone recently got stabbed in the South Pole. Really? So once you're there for the winter season, you're there for nine months. You uh-huh. can't get in or out. Yeah. Some guy kept telling the other guy the endings to his books he was reading. <laughs> so he finally stabbed the guy that was ruining the books. <laughs> He's like, I bet you didn't see that ending coming. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Try and ruin that. All right, so this story starts, uh, Bah Humbug, Florida neighbor scorn woman over display. 
Not a display of affection. No. Not a display of... A fruit, a still <laughs> life, fruit. like a still life display <laughs> of heroism, yeah. not a display of heroism. This comes from Holly Hill, Florida. A woman has been scorned by her neighbors in a high rise Florida condo because of a holiday message she spelled out in lights across her balcony. I'm so hoping it says F the police. Yeah, I love how this article is just talking about someone being a scorning like yes <laughs> aggressively speaking to someone else breaking news someone got mad at their neighbor <laughs> kathy hill says the ebenezer scrooge phrase bah humbug is one of her favorites at christmas oh so she is a jerk no i don't think that's i think it's just fun to say bah humbug that's true it's a fun I, thing to say right I mean, maybe she's just a fan of Charles Dickens, right? Yeah, she's way down with the Dickens. Yeah, you. I mean, maybe she's... I mean, what's some other things that Charles Dickens wrote? No one knows. Uh, David Copperfield? Oh, he wrote David Copperfield? Yeah. Oh. yeah the, maybe, the, 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 the illusionist show in Vegas right now. <laughs> <laughs> Not the novel. That is uh, <laughs> Ebenezer Scrooge and David Copperfield. <laughs> All right. Bahambugs is one of her favorites at Christmas, but other residents of the Twin Towers of Marina Grande in Holly Hill weren't amused. Marina Grande in Holly Hills? That sounds more bougie than the Hamptons. <laughs> I love how this is ruining people's Christmas, but 95 degrees is... <laughs> it's like... It's you're you're in Florida. Like, does it really feel like Christmas? Yeah. <laughs> oh, all the fake snow. <laughs> all right. The Daytona Beach News Journal reports that Lori Boraski Gigliotti, who owns the unit hill, is renting, told her to take down the display because other residents were coming unglued. Wow. Can you imagine? That's like the the low point of your life is like. Oh, look, someone did bah humbug and lights. Yeah, like, why Why would people get so upset? Do they not live in our current America? I, they, <laughs> that's your, your, the thing? Only in Florida, where bah humbug is get, makes people unglued, but the N-word in lights in someone's... Yeah. Totally cool. Totally yeah, the, cool. The Confederate flag yeah. on the... <laughs> Stand your ground. Totally cool. Yeah. <laughs> Shooting innocent people. That's so, fine. That's fine. Bahumbug. But they well, maybe Bahumbug's reason to shoot somebody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's uh it's white people urban dictionary actually means something different. <laughs> she says balcony lights are against the rules, let alone Bahumbug. <laughs> that's so weird. She warned Hill, a California woman who re- recently moved to Florida to prepare for major massive retaliation. That's Christmas spirit. You know, you got love, you've got giving. Major massive retaliation. Yeah, because she put Bah Humbug. What she should do is like make a Bah Humbug light necklace and just wear that wherever she goes. Oh, uh, yes. That'd be amazing. Or just do it not in lights, but like in glow in the dark tape. Yeah. To skirt the rule. I wonder what she should do is instead of put up the Bah Humbug in lights, she should just have an F Trump sign in the window <laughs> and see how people respond to that. Or just an arrow that's pointing each direction saying, My neighbors are a holes. <laughs> Uh, Hill turned off the lights and says she didn't mean to offend anyone. Well, I don't think anyone should be offended. No. Bah humbug is just like a humbug is a fraud or imposter. I mean, she's not saying anything about Christmas. I mean, she's just referencing a phrase that someone in a, a fictitious uh, novel. Yeah, like if I had a yeah. Shrek quote on my balcony, that'd be cool. Or yeah, not. I just I just think it's like really like is that what we're deciding to, to get upset about? You yeah, know? come on, Florida, step it up. <laughs> Seems like you're right. It's like all white, probably these old people. Yep. You know, 
It's like, what are you doing spending, you know, Christmas in Florida anyways? Like, this is like Christmas should even happen in warm places. Yeah. It, it, well, A, it shouldn't happen in warm places. B, old people don't need Christmas. No. And C, they're... They're probably dying. They 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 can't even see it with their cataracts. Well, what you know what I told the story about? We went to Puerto Rico and we spent Christmas in Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. It was bizarre to be in a place that was like ninety degrees, you know, snorkeling and on you're Christmas. listening to White Christmas. Yeah, it was a little bit, you know. I mean, from growing, I mean, you know, clearly we grew up in a place that you know it doesn't always snow, but it's cold and. You know, wintery, <laughs> and that's just the feeling from your family. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's just the vibe. <laughs> so it is. It was unusual to be in a place contrasting to what is normally here, right? So it's like sunny, and you know, people are tan and, and nice and leathery. <laughs> no, not nice. Oh, in Puerto Rico, yeah, yeah, but not Florida. So uh, should she take him down? I think she should leave him up. The problem here's the the big problem. She's a renter, not an owner. If I was an owner, I would leave him up, and if I was a Renter, you kind of well. If I, I think the problem here is that the uh, it's okay if they have a rule about not having lights up in the place, but don't be specific on why you want them to take it down. Don't be like, hey, there's a no Christmas light policy in the window, no. and we we're not a fan of the bah humbug. Just say there's no Christmas lights in the window. Just say that. Don't be yeah. You know, don't make th- threats of be prepared for major massive retaliation. <laughs> Well, my thing is, so I was on my condo board for a long time. So this renter is causing trouble for the person who owns the unit. Uh-huh. Depending on how the lease is written, the the owner may have to absorb the fine. Yeah. So I see why the owner... Now, if this person who put the lights up was the owner, which it's not, that'd be a whole different thing. Yeah. Oh, so you're saying this person, uh, the the landlord is the owner of the condo, but not the building. Yes. And so, gotcha. So the the owner could be susceptible to having to, to fines and things like gotcha, that from the condo board. Correct. Gotcha. And may not be able to trickle those down to the renter. And it might even be more because it's bah humbug. It's ha- it could be considered hate speech. It, it is hate speech. Come on. <laughs> what is it hate speech towards? A uh, humbugs. <laughs> it's a, I mean, it is. It's a, uh, the definition is a, of an imposter. So you're saying screw imposters. There you go. Is what you're saying. Yeah. How is it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, maybe there's 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 an Elvis impersonator in the building, and she hates him. Yeah. Uh, so I I think that uh, this is an overreaction. It's pretty silly, and people in Florida should focus on things that are more, uh, you know, like voter fraud. Yeah, like voter fraud <laughs> or wrestling alligators <laughs> or gerrymandering. Yeah, they got bigger fish to fry. <laughs> Come on, Florida, step it up. Step it up. <laughs> All right, I like that. And now, it's time for Strange Stories from the Time Capsule with Dr. Henry. In 1838, Edgar Allan Poe wrote The Narrative of Arthur Gordon Pym of Nantucket, a book about four crewmen on a whaling ship who ended up stranded and having to draw lots to see who would be eaten. The lot landed on a cabin boy named Richard Parker. 46 years later, a yacht named Minonette bound for Sydney, Australia, capsized en route from London. The three crewmen then killed and ate their cabin boy named Richard Parker.
So this story comes from the APnews.com. That's a news source more reliable than a Jehovah's Witness pumpkin patch. Ooh. Do Jehovah's Witnesses not believe in pumpkin patches? They do not. They do not believe in pumpkins, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah. No birthdays, no Christmas. <laughs> and no, no pumpkins. pumpkins. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I think I remember reading that in my religious studies class. You had a religious studies class? No, no. Okay. Yeah. I was like, Anything ending in me attending class, you know, is a lie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the story goes, boy hits target, convinces town to scrap snowball fight ban. It's like the uh, town in Footloose. No dancing or snowballs. Yeah, it is a little weird. And funny, uh, this comes from Severance, Colorado. <laughs> it's, it's named after a place that uh, it's about ending a relationship. I know, right? It's where I want to live. That's where I want to settle down with my wife. <laughs> You want to end your relationship in severance? Yes. <laughs> that's where I that's where I filed my divorce papers. <laughs> Can you be the UPS guy? Another severance package. Ah, okay, enough of that. All right. A nine year old boy has convinced the leaders of a small northern Colorado town to overturn a nearly century old ban on snowball fights, and he already knows who his first target will be. His little brother. That's crazy. This town's city council just approved childhood trauma. Yeah, right? <laughs> well, I love that this eight-year-old boy has done more than 99% of Americans in fighting <laughs> injustice. And, and being, like, civically engaged. <laughs> Next up on his agenda, he's going to uh, overturn the ban on swirlies. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's a good one. I think it's an outdated law, Dane said in the lead-up to the meeting. I want to be able to throw a snowball without getting in trouble. But it's like at anyone now. Now you can just like whitewash Nana. You can. Yeah. I mean, is there rules against if snowball? I was if you... I was pro snowball ban, I'd be waiting outside and just like as soon as the council guys walked out, just ate some in the face. I would love to see all the snowball fights that have to happen right over the county line. <laughs> it's like it's like I would not want to walk just over county, just get blasted. <laughs> Dane's mother, Brooke Best, told the Greeley Tribune her son had been talking about snowballs since he found out about a month and a half ago that it was illegal to throw them within town limits. The last time it snowed, Dane said he and his friends looked around for police and joked about breaking the law. Can you see that? Like, they actually do a snowball fight in the town and the cops roll up and then <laughs> arrest like 15 nine-year-old kids. <laughs> the guy's got the door open with a gun pointed at the kid. <laughs> The kids are like behind a snowbank, like gl- glaring over. Yeah. We got three hostages. We're going to press their face in the snow. Cover me, Dan. <laughs> Go ahead. Kyle Retkirk, assistant to the Severance Town Administrator, said the rule is part of a larger ordinance that made it illegal to throw or shoot stones or missiles at people, animals, buildings, trees, and any other public or private property. Or vehicles. So I think they could have saved a lot, the town a lot of money, just said you can't throw stuff at anything. Yeah, or not equate snowballs to missiles. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't wrap what? that all well, up. Well, so a missile is any proje- anything thrown or, or projected through the air. Oh, gotcha. So it's I not, was thinking, like, oh, you can't shoot any missiles, you know, like the. Oh. You know, you like, know what, technically what's illegal? When you cook spaghetti and you throw it on the wall to see if it's done, to see if it sticks? Illegal. How is that illegal? Because you're throwing it at... Oh, because it's considered a missile. It's a missile when you throw it. See, when I read that, I was like, oh, like, it seems like, okay, you can't shoot 
can't drop nuclear bombs, can't shoot <laughs> missiles. That that's exactly why uh, Kim Jong Un has never visited Severus. Yeah, you know the great Cuban snowball crisis. <laughs> you know, so we have such problems with severance. All right, so uh, all of the kids always get blown away that it's illegal to have snowball fights in Severance. Right, Kirk said before the meeting. So when what ends up happening is town leaders always encourage the kids with, "You have the power; you can change the law." And no one has. You know, though, now that this kid has done it, you've lost your civics lesson. Now you can't say that to the kids, like, get get involved in government. Well, maybe he got snowballs legalized, but maybe missiles are still illegal. Yeah. <laughs> Next step, legal missiles. Legal missiles. <laughs> Lockheed's going to move in. Then Dane took up the cause, writing letters with his classmates in support of overturning the ban. Yeah. And after Monday night's success, his four-year-old brother Dax had better watch out. When board members asked Dane during a meeting in November who he wants to hit, he pointed at his little brother. But then he said, not with a snowball. <laughs> Why well, was like this is the most elaborate way to hurt your brother, right? Yeah, no, like, I'm going to go to court. I'm going <laughs> to write some letters, file some briefs <laughs> just so I can blast my brother with the snowball in the face legally. I've got to hire <laughs> I got an attorney. We we got Russian trolls getting <laughs> Firing up some news on the Facebook. Dane and his family have researched other severance ordinances, including one that defines pets only as cats and dogs. You know what I like about severance now? You're not going to have that guy who walks around with a parrot on his shoulder. Yeah, it's true. Hate that guy. Or the the possum guy. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know the guy, He's the that, guy has... that just pretends to be dead all day. No, the, no, the guy has <laughs> a possum Stephen on his shoulder. in every movie. <laughs> Yeah, you, got, you know the guy who has a possum on his shoulder, or the person that has a possum, and they bring him around on a leash. You ever seen that person? No! Yeah, there's, I see that person all the time. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, they just have a possum, and they bring it out because they want this sort of attention. Uh, oh, it's like in North Seattle, there used to be a couple that had a goat. Yeah. And they would take it to bars. That's kind of cool. I was just in L.A. a couple weeks ago, and I saw a goat walking down Hollywood Boulevard. Just just walking? No one with it? <laughs> yeah, well, it was. he had a person with him, but he was, like, way a block ahead, and the goat was just kind of... Doing its goat thing? Yeah, I got a video. I'll show it to you. It's right. like walking by, like, you know, the stars on the, <laughs> the Hollywood stars. Crapping on, on Arnold's. <laughs> <laughs> just drops a deuce on Trump's star. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, apparently you can't have any other pets because Dane has a guinea pig, which is illegal in severance also. They should have fined him. They know. Like I love how this article just incriminated yeah, him. Yeah, it just totally outed him. <laughs> the, the SWAT team shows up, <laughs> breaks down the door. Starts throwing snowballs at him. <laughs> a little vet tech comes in. <laughs> they have to swab the guinea pig to make sure it's a guinea pig. Oh, that is crazy. I think that's just silly. Like I, I think that... Every few years, every town should go over their laws and, like, get rid of the sort of laws that are so outdated. Yeah. It's like, it should just be mandatory. It's like, why are these laws still exist 50 years later, right? Like, so we live in Seattle, and there's some crazy laws that are outdated. That still exist, right? They're still on the books. In Seattle, you may not carry a concealed weapon concealed weapon that is over six feet in length oh yeah that'd be pretty, so, hard. That'd be pretty hard to uh to so conceal. when shack's in town he's the only guy that that applies to. yeah geez well i would imagine like a samurai sword is what they're trying to say but that samurai sword's only like three feet yeah but you know that person's wearing a cape that's true that's true or some sort of cloak <laughs> in alaska uh 
it's illegal to give a moose a beer. Really? <laughs> yeah. Who, but who hasn't given their dog a beer? Uh, yeah, give a moose. And it's actually against the law to shove a moose out of an airplane. <laughs> <laughs> In Indiana, you're not permitted to catch a fish using a firearm. <laughs> In North Dakota, you can't kill a pigeon unless you have a pigeon killing permit. <laughs> That's, I like that. Yeah. That's good. I love pigeon killing. Why wouldn't they just call it pigeon hunting permit? Why don't they just call it your, your birth certificate? <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, these laws... When you turn 18, you automatically get registered to vote, pigeon-killing permit. <laughs> so, I, it looks like... And a meth problem. <laughs> yeah, right. So, it looks like every state has a little bit of a weird law. And in Idaho, they also have another... There's a snowball in Rexburg, Idaho. I've been to Rexburg. <laughs> where it's, it's, it's not illegal to throw a snowball, but it's illegal to throw a snowball in with intent to injure somebody. Okay, well, yeah, but if I just throw it, I'm like, my intent is fun. Yeah, but if you, like, have frozen your snowball for, like, a month and yeah, then, who, like, you know, <laughs> put a rock on the inside. Who does that? I, I did that as a kid. I think I did that as well. Yeah, you know. It's like you show up with a backpack of, like, these hardened snowballs to the snowball fight. <laughs> At some point, it no longer, it's like a glass fishing weight or fishing float. Yeah, right? Uh, these are snowballs or Japanese fishing floats. <laughs> One way or the other. All right, Someone's so losing uh, a tooth. So, uh, the, yeah, good for this kid. He's going to be the next president, this kid. I li- yeah, I'm, I'm down with this. He's got the look. I would vote for him. Yeah, I mean, he has all the qualities that American people look for. He's white. Yep, blonde. Uh, he hates, he has hatred towards a certain demographic, a.k.a. his brother. <laughs> he hates people smaller than him. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> he, rallies the, he rallies people to write letters with him, and, and you, he's unified a group of people. He's unified a group of people. He's going on his next one, and he has an illegal animal. Yeah, he has an illegal animal. And has no problem breaking the law. (laughs) I like this guy. I would vote for him. All right. All right, well, that's it for today's stories, folks. We hope that we brightened your holiday day. Yes, enjoy your Christmas. Merry Christmas for me, and Matt will just look at you and say, Bah humbug. Yeah, Bah humbug, <laughs> happy Kwanzaa kiss. <laughs> Kwanzaa kiss? <laughs> What's the It's like Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Christmas, all uh, in one. Ha- ha- happy 25th. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Happy Tuesday. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) If you want to find more information on the news stories that we talked about today, go to our website. Oddandoffbeat.com. You can also visit us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You can visit us at Matt's house not celebrating or having any awesome dinner. Yes. And if you have a bobblehead devil that I can drill a hole into and put on top of my little fake Christmas tree... Uh, send it to me. <laughs> I will buy it from you. That would make his life a lot easier. They are very hard to find online. Uh, so also check us, check out the caption contest, the meme contest that we post on Thursdays. We do that on the site and on Instagram and Facebook. And the best caption wins some swag. And that swag may be a bobblehead Jesus if Matt gets a devil <laughs> to replace yeah. it. You might get some leftover ornaments. You like My tree looks pretty cool. It looks it's like pretty a little, cool. little foot and a half tree, fake tree. Yeah, no, it looks very festive. 
festive for someone that's non-festive. Yeah, I have I have a little uh, doll head ornament on there. Nice. I try and find. So I used to have a bunch of really offensive ornaments. Not like offensive, but like you know, silly mm-hmm. stuff you wouldn't put on a tree. Oh, but... I, I picked up something for your tree. Oh yeah, yeah, cool. It'll be a surprise. You got some flattened spoons. Yeah. So hey, I, I see something right there. I can put it on my tree. <laughs> like you're just pour, oh yeah, this thing that's normally on my wall. I'll put it on my little tiny tree. Uh, so check that out. And if you have uh, weirder news stories that you want us to talk about, if you could send it our way, we will happily go over it and see if we can uh, add it to one of our episodes. That's info at oddandoffbeat dot com is the email that you can send it to. And uh, if you wouldn't mind, if you would subscribe or like us on iTunes. Or share it. Uh, what are you up to the next week for your Christmas uh, holiday? You can check me out on December 26th. I'll be por- performing at the Lake Forest Park Library in Lake Forest Park, Washington. And then you can check me out on New Year's Eve um, at First Night Winchester in Winchester, Virginia. Uh, shows at 7, 9, and 11 p.m. Oh, nice. Cool. Yeah, so if you're on the East Coast, go check out Louis Fox. Yeah, and where are they going to be able to see Matt Baker? I am uh, going to be sailing on Royal Caribbean's Liberty of the Seas. I think I get off in Cozumel on the 28th, and it's undecided on where I'm going to spend my New Year's. I think it might, might be in Cozumel. I might head to Belize City. I might go to Playa del Carmen. I haven't decided. Yet, you haven't so. decided. So you I got to might, 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 might end up in some sort of immigration jail. Yeah, I, I have to be in Belize City on New Year's Day, so uh, we'll see where I spend New All Year's right. Eve. Uh, but yeah, you check me out. Come party in the South America, Central America. That'd be awesome. In South Central America. South Central America. Yeah, it's just like just like every Dr. Dre song singing about. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, thanks so much for listening, folks, and uh, we hope you have a great holidays. Uh, We are out. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Odd and Offbeats podcast. This episode is sponsored by White Privilege Deniers. Such a white privilege thing to do.